It's time for Promo Corner's Industry Insider with Jeff Franklin, Stephen McFadden, Meg Herber, and Bill Petrie. Each Monday, they discuss, dissect, and debate a single issue impacting the world of promotional marketing from every industry perspective. The Industry Insider is only available at Promo Corner, the leader in digital marketing for the promotional products industry. Now, here's Jeff, Stephen, Meg, and Bill. And welcome to another edition of the Industry Insider Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Bill Petrie. I'll get to the other three hosts of this fine, fine broadcast in just a moment. But first, I want to thank our good friends over at Logomats for sponsoring this Styrofoam-level podcast. Uh, you know, they make, they've been around for over 50 years, and they've been producing quality floor mats for all that time, providing a cleaner, safer, and gosh darn it, a healthier working environment. Those rubber-backed floor mats reduce slip and fall accidents while improving workplace aesthetics featuring your client's logo. We had them out at the Promo MBA event, and people absolutely love them. The, the imprint area is enormous, and they are durable as all get out. They last about three to five years, and they have mats for just about every single application. Indoor mats, outdoor mats, counter mats, anti-fatigue mats, you name it, they've got it. So if you want to learn more about how mats can change your life in a meaningful way, Go ahead and visit LogomatsLLC.com. You're not going to be sorry you did. Miles Wadsworth and his team going to be super happy to help you out. Now, I did mention I have three other folks on this podcast with me. I have the good, strong Jeff Franklin. Jeff, how are you? Present and accounted for. I have the good, <laughs> I have the good time player man, Stephen McFadden. How are you, Stephen? Doing fantastic. And I have the lovely and talented Meg Erber. Meg, how are you? I am here as well. Excellent. So we are talking today about self-promos. That's right. And uh, so I think, Meg, this was your topic. Why don't you lead us off in your thought on what, why, this is, why we're talking about this today and where you want this conversation to go. Okay. Well, man, this is, there's so much to talk about when it comes to self-promos. And I think it's a, a double-edged sword because, man, where do I start with this? So I guess I'll start about my own self-promos that I've done and why I think that they're so important. And, and, and this is what we do. This is our industry. You know, promotional products work, obviously. Um, and I think we all have our own things that we're, we're doing. But, you know, obviously I sell T-shirts. So when I go and I do any type of self-promo, if I'm giving them out at trade shows or if I'm doing an event, like a personal event or anything that's like out of the box, I'm always doing T-shirts. Like, for instance, um, I taught a self-defense seminar at PPI Expo in Vegas this year. I gave out self-promos with my company's logo and then my tagline on the front with a little logo and and you know what i have a little bit extra over so i'm constantly giving them out and people love them and they're remembering me because of this amazing t-shirt this super soft tri-blend t-shirt with my logo and my company's branding on there as well so i mean then on the other side of it we are in this industry and this is what we do so do i go around with a walking billboard on me 24 seven, no. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> I actually was at a trade show the other day and I saw someone wearing a book bag and I was like, wow, that is really nice. She's like, yeah, it's from Bic. It was like this brown leather book bag and I didn't see any branding on it. And she's like, yeah, this little tag has it on there. I was like, I get that, I get that. You don't necessarily wanna wear somebody else's branding. It was a sample um, and it's her everyday bag. So I get that. But on the other hand, if it was her company, I'm sure she'd be wearing it. What are you guys' thoughts? So with uh, self-promos, it's, you know, what we've, <clears throat> excuse me, we've, um, we've kind of had to take a step back with how we used to self do self-promos for ourselves and how we're doing them now. Because 
we realize a couple things. One, we get inundated with uh, coupons or offers to do, you know, you send us a logo, we're going to send you a hundred of these with your brand on it. You mm. know, a lot of, we, we get a lot of stuff like that. And so we would, we would normally take advantage of things. And then we realize, you know, we, we're out there, um, you know, in the, in the field talking to customers and we're saying, you know, we're creative, we're, you know, we're, you know, I know Bill loves that because it's an opinion, but it's, um, you know, there's. <laughs> no, I'd have an know, opinion. But we're, 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 uh, you know, we're, we're different and we come up with new ideas and, and they're like, and by the way, here's our self promo that everyone had the offer to get a hundred free of, you know, and it's, it doesn't match what we pitch. So our strategy with self promos has always been, well, has recently been, and I think it's more effective it should match whatever we're telling our customers we are. So if we're going to get self promos and, you know, wh whether we buy them or get them free or whatever, it needs to match our company. So we are, are now always when we purchase self promos, we kind of put it through the ringer of, okay, how are we going to distribute these? Does it align with how we are presenting ourselves to others? And would you feel comfortable if someone just got this without an explanation with our logo on it? Like, would they know, like, that's something that could have come from our company? So that's kind of been the evolution for us with our self-promos, and it's been way more effective. And I would say every self-promo order we've done in the last year has actually ended up in some sort of order, either on that specific item or a related item. Uh, so I think that's a good... Um, measurement as to with the, whether they're working or whether we're getting ROI on them or just brand recognition. But I, I do believe that there's an effective way to do them. That's awesome. Are you like giving them out when you go see clients? Are you giving them out just in general? Are you offering any type of um, like are the contests for these or what, what are you guys doing with them? Yeah, so we do we do a few things. One of them is, you know, like new business development. So if we have uh, prospecting customers or prospecting clients, we'll send out um, you know things to them but usually we're trying more recently we've been trying to do creative things with those whether it's lock them in a box and then they have to get the code from us to open it up to get their gift or you know you know, kind of fun funny things like that or we'll have like we did a uh, um, an exercise shaker and inside of it we had um, ingredients that were inserted into it of like different items to make different shakes that you can put in the shake shake that's super cool and then on the back side it was a recipe for good marketing and had, <laughs> like, you know, that was awesome all that's you awesome. need is uh, a 30 second phone call with Steven and then add that to an email proposal that takes you within 24 hours um, you know so it's it was funny it was kind of like a, a recipe on the back but it when it went in line with you know kind of the, the funkiness of, of what we do and um, it, you know, so, so there is some new business development. Others are, are stop-in gifts uh, for current existing customers where we'll, you know, we'll give those to existing customers as, and use it as a touch point. So we'll say, hey, Great. Um, you know, let's, let's stop in and say, hey, it's, it's X, Y, and Z, and here's some new stuff we got in, you know, check it out, enjoy it, you know, and then we'll see it on their desk where they can use it at the gym or wherever, wherever we decided that that item should be used later. That's awesome, Stephen. That really is. And, and this is coming from a distributor's point of view. So people listening to this, you know, self-promos really do work. And, mm -hmm. you know, it's just even if it's just getting your name out there. But I think what the point that Stephen really touched on was the fact that you needed it, the self-promo to align with your business. You weren't just looking for free handouts just to have. You know, you wanted them to align with your business plan and your mission. Um, 
Yeah. yeah. I mean, I definitely think the self promos work, but you do definitely have to be a little bit targeted with it. You can't just throw your logo on any product and think that you're going to get rewards from it because it's just not going to happen. I mean, me personally, you know, I, I, I sell hats, so <laughs> I don't think a distributor necessarily, uh, depending on how they're using it or what their expectations of the product are, I don't necessarily think uh, a self promo on a hat is the greatest way to go. If you expect your customers to wear a hat with your logo on it, it's it's probably not going to happen. Um, if you're using the self promo to, you know, it, in, increase awareness of the different products that you provide, that's one thing for sure. And that's a great way to go about it. Um, you know, but if you're expecting, you know, your customer to be a walking billboard for you, uh, unless, you know, he's a great friend or has some type of really personal connection, uh, with, with your company, the chances of them wearing, uh, you know, that self promo around is little to none, uh, in my opinion. Um, you know, so I think if you're doing something really cool where, you know, uh, like I know I have a, a good friend that, that actually just did a self promo for, for her business, uh, you know, it was a, a giant highlighter and on the highlighter, you know, she'd mentioned, you know, contact us for great ways to highlight your, your brand or whatever, you know, some, something along those lines. Right. A play on words with the yeah, actual so product. It was, yeah. So it was really mm-hmm. unique. And of course her contact information was on there and stuff too, but uh, you know, if you're doing something like that, I think it's it's definitely something that that can be uh, used in a broad spectrum. Whereas, you know, something like a shirt or a hat or you know something that that people tend to, you know, have I guess a little bit of um, that that brand uh, stickiness. I guess uh, mm-hmm. is the best way to say it. Like that's that might not necessarily be the best way to use a self promo. Well, right. Like when you say t-shirts and hats, but here's the thing. Like I'm not going to put my big SNS logo like square on the front. And because like, you know, I mean, nobody's going to wear that necessarily. I mean, the t-shirt's really cool, so maybe they will. But mm-hmm. what about when you're doing your self-promo on your hats? You put some kind of funky design, like a co-op program, you're co-oping with some type of initiative or some type of social responsibility. That might be a great way to get your brand, your hat out there. Like you want to put it on a really cool hat. Maybe it's you guys are lining yourself with some, you know, environmental sustainability, like reduce your carbon footprint and you have some eco-friendly hat. Well, you put something on the front, not your company name, but you put your company name embroidered on the back. That way, A, you're having a call to action by having your website or your company name back there, but it's not front and center. Sure. Like, and something and that's like what, that. Yeah. I mean, that would be totally fine. Like, you know, thinking, uh, for instance, you know, it's it's October. So maybe you do like a whole like fuck breast cancer, cancer. Yeah. You know, type type deal. You know, Did you say and fuck you, cancer. That's a thing. <laughs> Don't don't give me a hard time for using the F word when that's part of the, like, the oh whole thing. Gosh. Yes. Um, All right. So we'll you know NSFW uh, tag on this. this uh, oh yeah. So. If there's anybody under 18 in the promotional products industry listening, this sorry. <laughs> yeah, um, under 18. <laughs> however, uh, yeah, you know, if you wanted to do a whole breast cancer awareness thing or a whole F-U-C-K cancer, um, you know, then that's. That you know you could do that on the front, put your logo on the side or the back, or you know something like that. I think that's totally cool, and yeah, I think the the co-branded type thing is is definitely a great way to to spin that, Meg. No, I definitely do, and I think a lot of people that are worried about okay, well, who's going to wear a hat with my logo? If you think about it, that's what we do. We are selling our customers to sell to their customers to put their logo on something. So initially, I mean, at the end of the day, they're essentially self promoting their own brand so we have to do we have to reap what we sow and i think that's a good way to do it just by showing different decoration techniques maybe i mean we want to sell our product we sell do you decorate jeff do you guys decorate okay Mm -hmm. so we sell blanks but you guys could also offer like different decoration techniques but again just by using uh, a co-opportunity um for that branding opportunity i guess whatever i'm trying to say over there but yeah 
So how do you guys think this, that self-promos differ between distributors and suppliers? Because I'm, I'm listening yeah. to you guys, and there's there's definitely some um, I say it di- too. different approaches, right? Yeah. So like we, we're, we're fighting, uh, um, you know, our competition, which, you know, it, it basically to see who can be um, the most funky, most attention-grabbing, and match up with our customers, you know, um, yeah. vision and provide the value. Um would not knowing what they're going to end up ordering. Right. So, so it's, it's a lot of, it's just to get those conversations, get the meetings, get, you know, get to talk to them to figure out what's next. Um, on the flip side, you know, suppliers are fighting against, uh, you know, attention at trade shows, attention at, um, you know, so that way you can explain, you know, the values you offer if we want to purchase from you. But there's obviously a difference in the type of self promos that are done. Um, what do, you, what do you guys think? Is there, a, is there a stark difference between how suppliers and distributors both use self-promos? Well, on my, on my end of it, you know, I'm not going to just give out a cheap T-shirt and be like, hey, wear this, dude. It has a really cool logo on it because that's not what I'm selling. I'm not selling the logo. I'm selling the T-shirt. And I want people to wear that T-shirt. So if I want them to wear it because I want them to buy it or want them to sell it, obviously I want them to field test something. So I'm going to put them in something nice. I'm trying to sell an idea or a fabric or a whole project really by getting them a self promo uh, with a really cool t-shirt or a really cool piece, whatever, whatever that event may be. Like if it's a trade show, obviously I'm not going to be handing out Tommy Hilfiger polos or wovens or anything because they're really expensive. But if we are doing a big push on next level or Bella canvas or alternative, I might try to you know, align my self promos with whatever marketing is doing. And, and we've been doing a ton of marketing pushes this this year, um, sending out like vinyl record player lookalikes with, you know, hey, it's 32 singles because that's how many, you know, that's what the cotton count was in the shirt or that it looks like a, a record and it's all vintage looking and inside is a really cool t-shirt. So I would also hand those same t-shirts out at an event just to kind of keep everything going full circle really just trying to maybe raise awareness about maybe a new product or a fabric or, hey, look what I'm giving out. Like, I really want you to wear this. And then if my logo just happens to be on the sleeve or on the back, you know, it's going to be seen. Hmm. What about you, Jeff? Oh, I'm sorry. It was Bill. (laughs) I'm still on the podcast. Oh, oh, hey. Hey, how's it going, everybody? We just heard you typing. We thought you were doing something else. Yeah, we weren't sure. We thought you were just emailing some folks. (laughs) There was no typing. It was just me wrapping my fingers and listening intently. Okay. So I think, you know, I listened to Stephen and what he said, and I thought everybody's made some great points. One of the things I thought about, you know, one of the things I think distributors don't do enough thinking about, and, and Stephen's obviously the exception here, is the why. Why am I doing this self-promo for this target audience? And mm-hmm. I think I think distributors, and you, Jeff, you touched on that, you know, is a hat the right self-promo? Why would it be? Um and so I think I think that's a really good point is to make sure you really think why am I doing this specific self promo? I I look at it very simply and it's just like I did with any other promotional product. So back in my 15 years as a distributor, I would always think in terms of what emotion do we want to elicit in the target audience? Ah. So what do I want someone to feel? What emotion do I want them to feel when they get that decorated nugget of awesomeness? <laughs> and so in the case of, of a distributor, it's the end user, right? Or it's the purchaser. Not, it might even be the end user, but they need to think about the actual end user recipient. But for a supplier, how much coaching do you guys do? 
in terms of when a, when a distributor comes and asks, I need some self-promos. I mean, it sounds like, Jeff, you might steer them away from hats because it just might not be the <laughs> – No, well, it might I not, just be, it might not sure. be the right vehicle. Don't buy from Yeah, I, I understand the question that you're asking <laughs> yeah. for sure. And I, 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 I'm not – I'm never going to – like, okay, so, for instance, Stephen, you guys did a, a self-promo with us, right? With we Edward. did, yep. So – and, you know, so I got to be careful here because I don't want to, you know, necessarily say that that was a bad idea. But I just want to point out that when you do a self-promo, and I, I, like you said, Bill, Stephen, I think is one of the exceptions here because he, he does actually really critically think about how they're going to use the product that they're doing a self-promo for. Um, so I'm curious as to how, you know, you guys have used the caps and how they've turned out and, and what sort of the expectation is. Because me personally, like I said, if you're doing a hat to create awareness that, hey, we also do caps or, you know, hey, you guys could do this hat, you know, and use it as a talking point with your customer, uh, that's completely fine. And that's probably worth the the marketing dollars in itself. Uh, but if you are expecting that person to go be a walking billboard and wearing your cap, it may or may not be. I mean, if it's a badass cap, then maybe, uh, you know, it, but then you're, you're, you know, spending a few more dollars there at, at some point. But so I'm just curious, you know, uh, Stephen, how, yeah. how that's worked out for you guys. So because we, we actually had two, um, two goals when we ordered the hats from you guys and we loved them. And uh, one of which was we had uh, our staff had been asking for hats for a long time so there was there was that purpose the other Mm -hmm. one was we had a trade show coming up in um california where we were going to do like a uh uh, it was we kind of themed it where it was behind the scenes and like uh so we set it up with like music cases and uh, made it so everyone had to have like a backstage pass in order to come meet with us at the trade show so we kind of made it real exclusive and then we also had this thing where once they did they would get like a groupie pack you know, so it was it, part of it was the hats, um, and and we basically had told them that if they would, you know, represent this represent us as like one of our groupies at the show by wearing a hat, then you know they would get X, Y, and Z. It was some promotion that we were doing with them, um, and they loved it. They thought it was. That is a really cool idea. That's that's very well thought out. Right. Yeah, and that's the key. I think it is. If I I can interject, one of the things we, as an industry. We, we, you know, all of us are industry veterans. We've been in this industry at least a decade. And mm-hmm. we've seen the shift from, hey, here's a pile of logoed crap, enjoy, mm-hmm. um, to really realizing that there's an, you can create an experience attached to the delivery of a promotional product. And that should also extend to self-promos. Uh, again, it's going to the why. And, and what I love about what Steven was saying, he's created an entire experience about um, you know, having a backstage pass and doing all this. I love that idea, and we don't do enough of that. You know, we as an industry tell each other we're marketers, but really we're 95% salespeople, and marketing and sales are very, very different. And so um, I think people, especially the troopers, need to start thinking in terms of marketing, in terms of the why, not just let me get stuff and give it to my client and they'll buy. Nailed it. And they yep. really need to think again. Why am I doing this? What am I expecting? What you know? I, like I said, two things I think about: what emotion do I want the, the actual recipient to feel, and then what action do I want them to take as a result of getting it? That's it. And yep. if you start, if you start with those two things, you will create promotional self promo uh, self promos 
that will actually move your audience to action, that will get you noticed. Because I bet there are people where Stephen has touched, and I don't want to not, – not like that, Stephen. I was going to say, Stephen are you has, Stephen's friends? <laughs> well, uh, <laughs> but, but where Stephen has touched people, where they, they, they still come up and remember maybe a year or two later, that was really cool what you did. Yeah. So I, I actually um, have a uh, – um, I'm telling myself a little bit here, but we, we actually had done two back-to-back shows at the same show in California. And very candidly speaking, we were not set up for the successes that we got from the year one. So we, we actually had to go hire hire folks and kind of catch up with it. But we, we didn't do a good job at follow-up year one. Um, year two, you know, we were prepared. We were ready to roll. We had people come back to us and say, hey, we had such a good time at your, your booth last year. Even though you didn't call, call us for the entire year, we wanted to come back to you and see if you, we, we could still work with you. I was like, oh, man, thank goodness our show was good because we would have, you know, we really been in the water. But, you know, of course, everyone says follow-up's key, and, and, you know, we had some little hiccups there. But Lesson I just thought learned. it was interesting that they, they liked our booth enough to – wait an entire year to tell us and then come back and now we're doing business with them and it's fine awesome it's uh it's pretty interesting uh bill i think you nailed it when you were talking about it's an experience you want it to be an experience and what steven was doing and i think when people are asking for recommendations on self promos like you don't necessarily want to get just the cheapest or the most free because it doesn't align with your business model your mission Mm -hmm. and also if you're giving out a cheap giveaway just to give something out just to have your name on it well that product is what people are going to remember you by. So if it's mm-hmm. cheap, it's just going to go in the trash. Or it's the, like, oh, they're a cheap company. They're giving me something the, cheap. The same rules that apply to the ultimate purchaser of promotional products applies to the distributor. If you want your, if you want to go cheap and put your name on shit, go ahead. Yeah. Go ahead. Just go understand ahead. that it's going to end up as landfill. It's going to end up in somebody's closet. It's going to be somebody's T-shirt they use in their washing the, the their Wash their car. car with. Yeah. Yep. So, you know... We, we don't practice what we preach enough. You know, Charity Gibson actually has a really great um, session she's given. She's given it at Expo and given it at Regionals about using promo to sell promo. And I just like that title. I've seen yeah. the session, and it's really, really good. We don't think about using promo to sell promo. And it's not just look at all the crap I can put your logo on. <laughs> it's look at how effect. Let me give you – it's a case history, right? Okay. Yeah, that's what I think it is anyway. Yeah. It's case history. It's here's what the problem was with the client. Here's what we did. And here's a sample of it. It's that type of, you know, what what happened? How did we fix it? What was the result? And when you do self-promos like that, it, it has more meaning. It has a hell of a lot more meaning. Yeah. Agreed. Cliff, kudos Cliff to Charity. Cliff says that stuff yeah. a lot, too. Yeah, as far as yeah. I was going to say, Cliff, Cliff is a good promo. Promo to self-promo yep. is huge in, in what he does, for sure. Absolutely. I know. He, me- he mentions that, like, the – there's so much emphasis on uh, cost per impression instead of what's the experience going to be like at the end of the day. What what mm-hmm. is the end user going to feel when they receive this product? That I mean, and you gotta you gotta think of it both ways. Yeah, I mean, I know Bella nails in um, drives in that fact. Like, let's do, talk about cost per impression. Well, if you're giving away a cheap T-shirt, not enough people are going to be wearing it because let's be honest, nobody wants to wear that boxy, carded open ended cotton T-shirt. You know, you put something, you put your logo with a cool design, you put it on a really soft T-shirt, people are going to wear it more. So you're going to get a bigger cost and, uh, you know, an ROI off of it. And I, they've done a great job with marketing and a great job with kind of driving that point in. But also it's because they're reflecting on who's buying it, you know, trying to teach who who's buying these products, why they're buying these products. And they've done a really good job in kind of driving that point in with the, like their new FAM um, 
program. Honestly, that's a really great way to think about it. You know, yeah. what, who cares what the impression costs if it's a bad impression? Exactly. Mm-hmm. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. You'd rather pay a little bit more for a really great impression rather than leaving a, a bad taste in somebody's mouth. Absolutely. Anything else we want to talk about self-promos before we wrap this up? No, I think that's it. It's all, all right. I have. It's yeah. Good. I love self-promos. I like well, t-shirts. <laughs> again, one of the things I'd like, the last thing I'd like to say is it's, it's, as a distributor, I always felt it was an investment in my business. We talk so much about um, wanting, you know, having our clients buy things and investing in their business when we don't aren't willing to do it ourselves, mm-hmm. and and that's a real travesty. You know, if we really believe in the power of promotional products, and I believe most of the industry does, mm-hmm. then spend a few dimes and think about why you want to do it, what your target audience wants, what emotion you want to elicit from that target audience, and what action you want them to take as a result of it. Don't just say, hey, here's a cool pair of sunglasses with my, well, my company name on it. There's got to be a why behind it, or else I don't care as an end yeah. user, as a speak, recipient. Speak, speak with your supplier reps, too, and see Absolutely. If, if they yeah. can help you come up with it. If you're you. struggling to figure out a way to really make the, the self-promo work or how you should go about doing it, Speak with a professional like Bill Petrie or Cliff Quicksell or speak with your supplier reps and see if they can come up with some good ideas for you as well. Absolutely. And Bill's number is? Uh, 615-867-5309. <laughs> Jenny, Jenny, who can I turn to? No. No. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So that'll end this episode of the Industry Insider as I channel Tommy Two Tone. Bill, nobody's and, listening anymore. Yeah, I know. Yeah, that's all right. But you know who is listening? It's our good friends at Logomats because True. they are sponsoring this fine broadcast and they take exquisite notes. Um, but what else? What uh, the other thing that they do is they focus exclusively on mats and they offer the best products and warranty in the industry. No setup or art fees. Made in the USA. 100% customer satisfaction guarantee and no minimum order quantity. You know you want to learn more about Logo Mats, so go ahead and visit LogomatsLLC.com. You're not going to be sorry you did, guys. Really enjoyed it. We'll talk to you next time. Take care. See Great ya. Talk. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Promo Corner's Industry Insider. For more great content from industry thought leaders, including podcasts, blogs, and videos, visit promocorner.com.